Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, host. <laughs> this is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So mm-hmm. if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Hi, welcome. I'm Lauren. Well, hello there. I'm Michelle. And this is Cozy, Cozy Conversations. Conversations. What's up, everyone? Oh. Hello, friends. <laughs> thought you were going to start singing the Adele song. Doesn't she have a song called Hello? Hello. God, yeah. I saw her in concert. Oh, did you? Yes. She is flipping amazing. She swears like a trucker. I know. She is absolutely hysterical. She's got a good personality. Everything. She rules the school. And her songwriting and that voice, she's been blessed. She has been blessed. Michelle, I love that you love, well, Adele, duh. And I love how you've told me before in the past that Snoop Dogg is your favorite concert you've ever been to. I will never forget it. You know, it's one of those moments that the memory is everlasting because there was a lot going on in that event, that particular event. I've been to a Snoop Dogg show before too. Did you see he, his uncle? I for, What's his uncle's uncle, name? Uncle buggy or something that's like uncle june bug uncle june it's Which june is bug. what we called our mom yep. june bug i think that's maybe why i connected with it so much dude people were blazing oh, yeah, cannabis i mean that place was a clouded smoke and it was epic i love him and i think we've talked about this before him his and um martha's relationship it, it, martha is his wife or his no part- martha stewart <laughs> sorry <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Their relationship yes. is... Yeah, Snoop Dogg's married to Martha, yeah. a lady named Martha. Hey, you never know. Listen, <laughs> Martha's kind of gangster. Martha's so... She I mean, she's been to jail and back. Shit. She's stunning. Wait, speaking of... um, We were talking about Adele a minute ago. Our sister Nicole, we, Michelle and I, last time we saw Nicole, we're like, dude, you look like Adele. She does. Isn't it crazy? There's yeah. a really strong resemblance there. Two stunning gorgeous women yeah uh, just big like, lips silky smooth skin swear a lot like, and are funny <laughs> i mean there it is inside <laughs> and out adele you have a doppelganger it's our sister okay you guys we've got an awesome well we kicked this one off we're vibing we are vibing high as our friend sarah goggin would say we're vibing high literally right now. the energy is electric in the room isn't it crazy though lauren how you can actually feel it yeah because the last episode we just did it was like all business we did it we laughed we got our shit done and now it's like mm-hmm. it, the second one because we record two in a row now yeah and the second one is like we're all lubed up yeah we're all lubed up yeah this is it so today we have a great show planned for you guys we are going to get an update on michelle's i'm calling it operation no more hot mess oh my god okay that's a good name for okay it. yeah there's so, a lot to catch you guys yeah we're up gonna on. get an update on that we're gonna talk we're gonna get an update on my tarot cards and how i'm going along with my new craft Okay, you are. You could have a side hustle. It's so amazing. You're. It's pretty cool. Goal setting. Um, we're gonna tap into a woman by the name of Danielle Laporte. Uh, her book called The Desire Map, and then we're gonna cover Surviving Death, the new Netflix that's out. 
And then we're taking a deep dive into wellness and self-care, specific self-care specifically relating to CBD, cannabis, and yoga. Yes. So Our we've favorite got... favorite topics yeah, and, and things to do. A lot. Exactly. And together. Yeah. Quite nice. <laughs> Before... <laughs> Quite nice. Quite nice. Before we dive deep today is the day that we read our reviews. And we're going to dive into our reader or our listener review. This was left on Apple iTunes. Feel free to please leave us one after this episode. I can't wait to hear this. We will love you forever. So this one comes by way of a human by the name of Quarty. Now, full hmm. transparency. Hmm. Who is this Quarty? <laughs> this is my husband. Oh, yeah. This is Anthony's review. And... We, we do choose a ton of people we don't know, but you know, I had, I wanted to read this one because the fact that he can listen, not can, likes to listen to our podcast and then write a, write a review yeah. I, and he listens to my voice all day, every day. Yeah. He can still listen to this. There's something special there. He titled it a breath of funny, fresh air, five stars. Thanks, Anthony. 2020 just got better with the arrival of these two sisters. They're funny, smart, ballsy, crude, easy to listen to, and they don't take themselves too seriously. Nope. No. Just what the mother you-know-what doctor ordered. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not all pumpkin spice lattes and candles with these two. Definitely something for everyone to enjoy, regardless of age, sex, background, or politics. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. God, he really, he gets us. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. You get a dry hand job later. I was going to say someone's <laughs> going to get rewarded handsomely <laughs> with a dry so, handy. But anyone else that leaves us a review will not get one. We so do you, not hand those out. <laughs> you just get a shout out. <laughs> okay, Michelle, I am dying to know, and I know the world's anticipating, what is the the newest update on Operation No More Hot Mess? Wow. I am I am thrilled to report that there has been some forward progress in this operation. Everything needs to be told. Um, Okay, so Killeen, who you all have heard on the last The Jig Is Up, I believe that was episode 30 is where I came clean with this whole issue. What's the issue? Because maybe someone... Okay, so the issue is my um, entire life was spiraling out of control due to a complete lack of organization and system and just overwhelm and stress and anxiety was basically how I ended 2020 and kind of began 2021 because the residuals were coming in there. I'm still getting some fallout. It's like a, the royalties are coming in. It's the it's like the volcano erupted and there's still some lava ash floating down and burning the shit out of me. So that's where I am right now. How are you tending to these burns? So this is the deal. I've got some salve. It's fine. (laughs) I've got CBD. It's all good. But this is what we did um, between then and now. Okay. After Killeen took my computer from me and I showed her everything. God bless her heart. God bless her heart. We determined that the emails. (laughs) You just sound like Maury. (laughs) Povich? (laughs) <laughs> the, lies, the test is determined you are you are a clutter bug <laughs> what did you determine that i everything needed to be wiped clean now what do you when you say everything yes what are we what okay. what, what account the details what email account are we talking about and what is everything i have three email accounts <laughs> that i use on a regular basis my yahoo account had over one hundred thousand emails in it and you used, Lauren used to look at my phone and see the number and ask me if that used to make my throat close up. 
I didn't real, and I would say no. I that's strangely that's not giving me anxiety. <laughs> that one gave me anxiety, and it wasn't even my phone. Yeah, I know you and everybody else that looked at it. <laughs> well, we wiped everything clean in the email department. The other ones were managed pretty well. My sister project is email is under control. I have a business account that I use for stuff that I do do, do still for our dad. That was. It wasn't in great order, but it wasn't in the disarray of my Yahoo account. Let anyway. me ask you a question about that Yahoo account. Yeah. What, are, you, are you plan to keep it, yes? I am keeping it. So this is what we did. We deleted everything. We have created my desktop was a little problematic. No one's desktop is worse than Brendan Greeley's. I have never... I told Killeen that she, it looks like a scene out of like the Matrix, but frozen in time. Brendan Greeley, you can go back to our podcast. We had a conversation with him. He brought his laptop and we were alarmed. So um, yours wasn't as bad, Michelle? Not even He's, close. When I saw Brendan's laptop, I was frightened. I it, I gasped a little bit. Brendan is a, uh, a real big shot, a radio co-host to Steve Dahl here in Chicago. Yeah, whatever Check he's doing is working for him. So. Work. Yeah, don't worry about his desktop. Yeah, he's fine. He's Success fine. is there. So, and we, Killeen, we implement, we had to create homes for things. So I deleted junk, anything that was junk, anything that was not serving me, that it was just sitting there for no reason other than to make things look cluttered and confusing, yes. went straight to the trash. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. What's that crinkle? That's the noise when you put it in the trash. I love that noise. ASMR. <laughs> it's the best noise ever. It's like... <laughs> Tossed everything in the trash, created files for things of importance that just needed to be put in a proper place. Yes. And since then, I have been given strict orders by my minister of organization, Killeen O'Connell, that every night or when I'm doing something that doesn't require brain power, get on my emails and delete mm -hmm. and then unsubscribe to anything yes. that that's is, a great tip right there. And it's not overwhelming when you've got 14 rather than 100,000. So let me ask a question regarding that. You said that when you when I had asked you in the past, you'd say, no, it doesn't bother me at all. Now, what does it feel like to not have that 100,000? I'll tell you. Okay. It feels really, really nice to go into my email in the morning like a normal human being and not have to weed through the garbage to find, to if find important. the important things. So now what I have is this clear, concise plan in front of me. Oh, these 10 are garbage. Unsubscribe. Click. Here is my email. I respond to it now or I file it away. But the point is, is, is Killeen is teaching me these things because seriously, you guys, like I lost sight of what that was supposed, what functioning with ease felt like yeah I spent so much time looking for things searching for things such a waste of time those things create stress and anxiety immediately immediately I feel less oh my god almost thank god mm -hmm. thank so, god yeah so that's where Goddess. I am right now congratulations that is a huge step forward thank you so much and it's gonna help you in every aspect of your freaking life and that I feel like that kind of sense of organization is gonna trickle elsewhere there are so many things trickling elsewhere Lauren this was the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about which kind of goes into what we're talking about today um, since I've outed myself and I've come clean to you and Ryan and I world to the world to the world everyone knows now I feel like especially Ryan it's been really I, there's been a change in our relationship actually which has been really cool 
he knows. And I've even asked him, I'm like, listen, because he's been telling me that I need to slow down. That's my question. Did, did Has Ryan ever asked, mentioned to you that maybe you're a little disorderly or that you're rushing? Has he, does he bring that up? He point, he, when I came to the table and with my breakdowns and yeah. he's been there for every single one of them. Yes. Okay. But there is, he's like, he's the kind of guy that he's going to let you do your thing until, until you break, until it comes to a head. Yep. And now he's, he's got my back. So one of the things that we've been doing is like, for example, when I'm working, you know, like there would be an interruption and I am now saying like, Hey, I cannot talk with you right now because I'm in the middle of something and that's going to throw me off. Mm -hmm. Or if he sees me rushing, he'll be like, Hey, take a breath, like slow you're rushing. Yes. There's no need to rush. There isn't. And it's, but that is something that I have to learn how to not do. And it is a process. It is a mindful practice. It's a pra- I was just going to say that it's a practice. Now in our last episode, we just talked about, so this is episode 33 and episode 32, we were talking about the Scandinavian ways of life. Yes. And I think you are a prime candidate to even dive deeper into those concepts Absolutely. Yeah. And now, though, those concepts are even more attainable and more, yes. there, there's more enjoyable. enjoyable because you automatically, from the last time I spoke until now, there has been such positive change. Mm-hmm. And those things have come into play more because of the adjust, the little adjustments. I've, they're, they're actually massive adjustments massive. right out of the gate. Well done, Michelle. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thanks. Still, still keep you posted on what we do. She's. I'm going to see Killeen twice this week. So is that the plan, two times a week? We go week to week, and we're going to figure out what works for our schedules, and she's going to come, and we're going to literally tackle every area of my workspace and life. Good. And we're going to take it down to the ground. So the other thing that Michelle and I have noticed since she has come out with this news <laughs> is that so many people are, there are a lot of people in your camp not in your camp, that are in the same camp, if you will, that struggle with disorganization or being really organized in some aspects and yes. less in others. Um, and I float somewhere in between maybe that kind of thing. But I think you helped a lot of people realize that, A, it's okay. No one, no one's leading a freaking perfect life no. around here, A. And B, it, it's, it's, it's comforting to know that you're not the only one. And it's totally fixable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's take some totally work. totally fixable. That's the best part. Well done. Thank you. I should read you a tarot card later. Oh, let's do it. Let's afterwards. do that. Okay. So let's segue into that. I have been do- practicing my tarot card craft, and it's getting stronger by the day. Are you doing it daily? You guys, my email is... <laughs> a session. Um, I'm doing it every morning after my meditation. I started this new thing when I meditate. I don't listen to um, meditation apps. I do my own. I do reading and then I implement it. Today I did a, what would you call it? Just a a loose meditation where I just sat and breathed and I put my timer on. I wanted to see how long am I sitting until I start start to to get get a little antsy maybe. I got to 10 10 minutes straight, which was really exciting. I was really excited about that. Can you just explain when you're doing that meditation, you're leading your own. Are you just breathing in, counting out? I do all different ways. That's a good one. One of the, a really good go-to for a meditation is to count as you breathe. So you inhale, count to 10, 
inhale one, exhale two, inhale three. Oh, really? And it's, so it's five breaths, okay? Even numbers going out. Okay. And the trick when, for me and I teach when you're doing meditation, the trick is to match the, whatever words or mantras you're listening to match them to the length and pace of your breath. Okay. So those numbers are dragging in your head. So, but my question is with the breath, is the breath supposed to be a natural, is it a natural breath? Are you, is it your natural breath cadence or is it like a elongated breath? Good question. I read that book Breath by James Nestor, or I listened to it over the summer and one of the biggest things I walked away with was I used to teach and cue, okay, now deepen and lengthen your breath. Okay. And now I don't say that anymore because I was, I, it was more approachable and it felt more natural to me to slow down your breathing. Okay. So I take my breath that I usually breathe and I slow it down. Okay. And that is where I believe the heart slows down and the mind slows down, okay. calming anxiety and things. Okay. Good to know. So in any case, um, but there's a lot of mantras and whatnot. We'll go over that another day. So I do that, and then I do my tarot reading, and I've been pulling out these cards that are like wicked Blowing your mind. on point. Blowing my mind. I kissed the card. <laughs> I They've been such good pulls, and I just do one pull. So what I do is I hold the cards, and I think of my question. I say it out loud, and I like converse with the cards, and then I have my method and I pull one card there's different layouts you can do that's like past present future but this whatever is just one I card. just do one card okay. specific to my inquiry okay and um they're coming back hot what, well are you gonna share a little of it oh sure so yesterday the card I pulled was two cups and you know, you know you're supposed to look at the card and observe the picture what are you pulling from the card and then I have a book that comes with my cards that explains more about the card I asked about leading into this next week, what can I be really mindful of? And I was talking specifically about like working and productivity and whatnot. And when you pull, when I pulled the two of cups, the imagery was two women like sharing a cup. So I, I immediately yeah. thought of you yeah, and I was like, okay, so my, my female partner, my business partner, um, and it, then it turned into this, this whole card is based on partnerships and relationships Amazing. and whatnot and it could be work or or personal okay. which I I floated that yeah, in there yeah. too because Anthony and I you know as you know we're trying to get pregnant so we have a lot of that working within our relationship yep. which is making it stronger yep. um, and it basically was a card talking specifically about nurturing those relationships for smoother sailing and things like that amazing this this tarot card thing this this seems like a good, it's like therapy it seems like it. it's like therapy and it really you know, it's divination. So it's the idea of thinking a little bit more. It's just, it's reflective work. It's just mm-hmm. thinking about myself and how I'm going to behave as a, myself moving into the week or day or whatever I'm looking into. Very cool. It's really cool. So in conjunction with the tarot card, I started a book that I got from my friend Jenna three years ago called The Desire Map. This woman's all over Instagram. She's a real, she's a real go-getter, motivator. Her name's Danielle Laporte, and it's a half book, half, half workbook. Book. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you read and then do do the work, and it's Ooh, called. I like it's this. It's so freaking cool, Michelle. Everyone out there, if you are trying to make a goal or set goals for your life or whatever, look into this book. It's a guide to creating goals with soul. Right away, that did not connect with me. Yeah. When I first got this book, I don't use the word soul a lot. I was just like, is this fluffy? Whatever. So I put it to the side the other day. About a week ago, I decided 
in going into this year, I am going to be a goal setter and then a demolisher. Mm. So I'm like, I need the tools to do mm-hmm. this. So I remembered I had this book. I picked it up and holy shit. It is talking about what she dives into is about like, why do you want to make this amount of money? Why? Because it will look good in your checking account. Someone will be proud of you because of that amount of money. Or how will it feel if you make this amount of money? Oh. So all of her goals are based on how it makes you feel as so a shifting human being. sort of the approach to... your And the perspective. Okay. Not so much... The approach, yes. Approach it with your heart as well. So I, I tabbed a couple things I thought I should share. Okay, look so at you. So she talks about... The head and the heart. Okay. And she says... Great band, by the way. Is it a band? Great band. Really? Oh, the pigs cover (laughs) the head and the heart. Great. Miss miss that band. What genre is that? I don't know. Folk? I want to say like indie pop. I don't even know what that means. Can you name a song they sing? Um, Is that the one about the cherry bomb or something? No. Green Eyes and the Heart of Gold. I'll play it for you later. Okay. It's real catchy. Okay. Head and the heart? Head and the heart. So she's talking about how feeling is much stronger than thought. Okay. And she writes, well, this is from um, a gentleman. This is from a PhD, some doctor. The heart generates the largest electromagnetic field in the body. The electrical field is about 60 times greater in amplitude than the brain waves. The magnetic component, component of the heart's field, which is around 100 times stronger than that produced by the brain, can be measured several feet from the body. Isn't that kind of mind-blowing? It's energy. It's the, energy. The ener- so, and I didn't really understand the magnitude of that, the idea that we are all energy. Everything around us is energy, and we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the mediums. The mediums and stuff. Totally plays right into Very that. Isn't cool. it? It's so cool. It is. So then she talks about, like, what do you want to do in your life that will fulfill you, and why will it fulfill you? So she writes this. Think of all the freedom fighters, and this I really this spoke to me because of course what's going on in this yeah. world. Think of all the freedom fighters and activists who decided that openly loving and respecting whom they wanted to made them feel good. The feeling of liberation, my favorite part, the feeling of liberation was more important to them than social acceptance, and it was worth the risk to fight for equal rights. Mm. So she's saying that these individuals that go out then and in the past and whatnot. They knew in their heart that equal opportunities and respect for all was more important to them as a human on the cellular level than my mom and dad don't like those kind of people. They're going to be pissed off that Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, fighting Mm -hmm. for their rights or whatever, Mm -hmm. which I think that is a remarkable thing to think about. And then one of the last things that I wanted to share, uh, this is freaking awesome, Michelle. So she talks about how you know if you're on the right path. How you know if are your feelings telling you messages? The surest sign that you're working with the life-affirming kind of discipline rather than the spirit-depressing kind is that you don't complain very much about what it takes to get there. Mm. That connects with me. Isn't that nice? Yeah, I like that. And then one more zinger for you. Okay. You can't always choose what happens to you, but you can always choose how you feel about it. 100 Isn't this thousand awesome? percent true absolutely so this book is not that long like i mentioned half of it will be your reading and then you dive into you utilize her words it's called the desire map all right well i'll put it in my put amazon in that cart amazon cart 
Good All stuff right. there, Lauren. Right on. So speaking of energy um, and things. Yeah. Um, I just finished The Leftovers with Anthony. We were very disappointed by the <sighs> end of the the last episode. I don't remember how it ended. Basically, they talk about going back and forth from being alive to dying and whatnot. So I'm just throwing that out there. But it's the perfect segue. I wanted to tell you guys what I thought about that. But Michelle and I, well, you've dove in a little deeper. I did. So you're going to take the wheel here. But we're talking Surviving Death on Netflix. Yep. I totally kicked this one off with Mia, actually. Wait, how did you get into this? I feel like this is such a random... Because it, it's one of the, like, top... Um, oh, yes, it's trending. It's one of the trending shows on Netflix. Okay. And I'm into this topic. I especially feel like people that have lost somebody close to them... Yep. Um, don't be fearful of this title or its content. Like you want to watch this. I found, so they opened it up. Basically the first episode was, was survivors awesome. of Sur- death, people that have died and have had near death experience. Yes. And Lauren, I was kind of, um, surprised by the great you know you would think that somebody that basically is dead and comes back to life they've got this new lease on life they freaking escaped death and they are so thrilled to be here but really lots of these folks it turns out have struggles after they come back they don't feel understood I know they feel like people think that they're They're crazy or they dreamt it but they're like no this was real so in this episode for instance, a kayaker, a woman was oh doing like... Oh my God, that story. It's crazy. She was doing a kind of like a white water rafting kayak mich- like uh, th- adventure with some other people. Yeah. She got mixed up in the wrong white water waves and then she got like kind she of pinned. stuck. She yeah. got pinned underneath the waterfall. And some guy miraculous... She was under there for... she 15 was, minutes or uh, something? Maybe even longer than that. She was without oxygen for... I thought she said 30 minutes. It was a long time. How some guy got her up and unwedged her, got her. This is how she described herself. So crazy. It's really creepy. She said she was blue and bloated and her eyes were fixated. Fixated. She was dead. Yep. Okay. But they, of course, administered CPR and life-saving skills. And then she went on to tell her journey that she, this was insane. It was. She met, she met some people. She met beings. She couldn't really see them or describe them. She said it felt like they were grandmas who had come before me who had died. Yeah. And they'd been waiting for me. Yeah. And then she walked into this field and she said there were, and everywhere was all wildflowers and she could smell it. And then however, she came back to life. You think if you're pinned underneath a waterfall, she described her body as being face like stomach down on her kayak and the water pushing her down. Like, just let's all consider that. That sounds like going to hell. It sounds like a horrible situation. But she was in peace. But she was overcome with such peace. Mm -hmm. Her story, though, so her her, son died. Yes. Did she did she have a premonition? Did she know her son? She like had a feeling. It didn't happen at the time that it did, but it did something. It did happen later. Yeah. And I don't, I, I kind of missed the part if she had that because it was like an extra sense or something, or if she was told this while she was dead. I kind of missed it too, but there were a couple of people that they interviewed that had these, they kind of had psychic Yeah. Like psychic ability. Yes. Like a premonitions, like the pregnant lady. Yes. One woman went into, uh, she had some sort of thing. hemorrhage. Yep. She had some sort of hemorrhage while during childbirth. She knew this was going to happen. She just kept having this feeling. She floated from her body. I know this sounds like very ghost-like, like the movie, but 
she moved from her body and she says you don't see walls or corners or doorways you just are like overviewing like this space and she saw one of the nurses that she was close to or whatever walk away like walk from the table that she was lying on and hold her hands to her heart out of like grief and sadness sadness that this new mother just yeah and she said this she when they brought her back to life she told the nurse I saw you do that and she's like there's no freaking way I have goosebumps. And she also described tools that yep. they use that and they're she like, There's wouldn't no way. have known. It's really remarkable. Michelle, I know you wanted to dive well, into we the went, medium aspect Well, because of we it. went, so if we went a little bit further into it. And by the third episode, they are now talking about all of the different types of people that communicate with the spirit world okay and that is the thing that is always I have always been curious about mediums I've never gone to one um our mom passed away and certainly if there's one person that I'd like to like just check in with it would be her but I was unclear of like what what is a medium seeing? What do they do? And I thought that this is why people would be into this if they're curious. There is one woman in particular, a medium in particular, and she's a pretty famous one, and you'll recognize her when you see her. Cleo? Nope, not Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that bitch? She got herself into some hot water. <laughs> it wasn't Cleo. And she is describing what she sees like specifically the, the you know they don't it's not like your mom is coming up to this lady opening a door and being like hey there just coming in can you let Michelle know that I'm good all this stuff they're seeing symbols or maybe they're hearing a word and right. it's their job to connect that message with the person sometimes the person wants it so bad that the medium's blocked and it doesn't work Who, who's the person that the, that's the, person, the dead person or no, the alive the person, person seeking oh. the loved one wants this so badly that sometimes it causes a little bit of a blockage between the medium but lauren there's these things called i think they're called physical mediums where there's they do seance circles in complete darkness oh boy and there's their their body is basically becomes this spirit of energy of it's just it's almost like Whoopi Goldberg's character in Ghost. It it actually which is, is the, exactly what it is. Yeah. Orlando, is that you? <laughs> it's autumn sunrise. <laughs> it's exactly that. That is a great movie. But it is Laura that is a great movie. That was one of mom's faves too. Well, he was really hot in it. Oh god, he was. So Michelle, would you go to a Goldie a Goldie uh Whoopi Goldberg? I would. You would? I totally would. And okay. you know, we I we mentioned this on our Instagram handle that I watch this. So many a people, no mediums, no mediums and want uh, me you to meet Let's their go. mediums. I think we should go. I would like to tap into mom. Right? And anyone else? Yeah, Marilyn Monroe, Amelia Earhart. Yeah, you know, cool. maybe she'll come visit. Wow, me. I'm maybe into she aviation will. accidents. <laughs> okay, Lauren. did you hear about that jetliner that went down? I did. Yikes! That yeah. was. We took a break break from Lost after we heard that story. <laughs> <laughs> Just hitting too close to home. I meant to mention this last time we talked about aviator situations. I think I did uh, the black black box. It's a great podcast if you're into that kind of stuff. Okay, so moving right along, we'll go see a medium. We will report back. Watch Surviving Death. Michelle and I wanted to give a shout out to the Gwyneth Paltrow cookbooks, you guys. All of them. All of them. Because if you haven't opened one up yet, do it. Her recipes are consistently good. And 
And every time I try a new one, they just keep getting better. Yeah, I've never made a bad one. So the cookbooks I love of hers the best are It's All Good. Yeah. Some great recipes in there. Mm. And then the other one is the clean plate, which you're borrowing for me, borrowing to me. Correct. I mean, there's it's all easy is her other that's one. That's one of her. Yeah. And how do you like that? one? I love it. They're all good. I love it. No, I don't. Her first one was my father's daughter, I think. Or yeah, something. that was, was the, the one that you were like. Did. I don't have it. Okay. But um, the, the two, the easy and good are solid. Clean eating, whole eating, all, you know, a lot of good spices. And she, she plays with different cuisines. Yes. Right. I was listening to her answer some questions on the Goop podcast this morning, and she really does explore different types of cuisine in her own kitchen. Like, she's always making different things. Anthony loves her cookbook recipes. Last night, I did roasted carrots and zatar, and then I drizzled over it. That was like a little thing I made in olive oil with cilantro, green onion, and lime. Oh, well, I mean, hello. Oh, and avocado. Oh. Hard nipples. Have you tried her quinoa <laughs> two ways for breakfast? No. So no. if you ever have like an extra thing of quinoa. Often do. Okay. She does, her recipe consists basically of like kale. You can use a green, whatever, but I've always used kale. You kind of fry up some garlic, a lot of it. Okay, that sounds so freaking uh-huh. good. And you can use another, gr- like spinach. Anything you okay. want. And then you toss in the kale to warm it up in the sauteed, spinach quinoa mix whatever Mm. put that to the side you can fry an egg you can poach an egg whatever plop that on top with a little sriracha hard nipples hard nipples all the way so good a little trick I learned from Gwen Paltrow (laughs) about kale I have a friend who would make a kale salad and he would say you know the kale's a little rough yeah I said you gotta massage it and he's like what are you talking about it is the best trick you will ever here. So you guys write this one down. You take your kale, chop it up. Okay. Curly kale. Got it. And you could do dinosaur kale okay, too. Okay. I don't and prefer dinosaur. I love dinosaur kale. And I slice it real thin with a little lemon olive oil and Parmesan cheese. You're but, welcome. But what about the massaging? Well, that you do first. So the massaging is you take the your sliced and washed greens got it drizzle some olive oil okay. on it and you literally get You're your hands it in down. there and you are squishing it in your hands you don't like pulverize it you massage it and it it yeah, breaks down do? the roughness of it it makes it a little more you know chewable Who and knew? such a Who good knew? tip okay uh, what else was that one with Gwen Palcho? That's it. I mean, it's just such, just, lots. just good. We just wanted to throw that out there yeah, because we're using and they're around. easy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing too crazy here. You got everything you need. You yeah. know. Okay. Moving along from healthy eating into wellness and self care, and the stars of this show today are three things: bum, 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 bum. <laughs> CBD, cannabis, and yoga. There you have it. So Michelle a and trifecta. I, it's a trifecta. Of wellness. It, it really is. In this little, in this conversation, it is. I think so. Michelle and I wanted to share why and how and which ways, whatever we want to do in regards to CBD and cannabis first, how that plays a role in our self-care and our routines. Because it plays a big role. But first, I can, I think it's important, Lauren. I This is something that I've been wanting to, to say, you know. For for people that might not be cannabis enthusiasts, maybe they don't understand or unsure or new to this yeah. arena, but they're curious. They're dipping their toes. This is something mm. that they're ready to sniff out a little bit to try. Yeah. Like just know that cannabis enthusiasts and users are not burnout stoner 
losers. This <laughs> shit. Haven't we gotten past that yet? Well, I think a lot of people have, but I just like, because we're going to name about five, seven ways yes. that we use cannabis yes. to do things that really create, where there's a lot of effort, there's work, there's activity, there's relaxation. It's just, there's a whole bag of tricks there. And there's something also important to note, Michelle, with what you just said, is that it is important to realize that Cannabis has been used as a form of medication for more years than we can imagine, mm-hmm. okay? Now, we're talking like ancient China. Mm-hmm. They have found in like old burial sites residue and ash, like plant matter of cannabis. Of course. Of, of course. course. It wasn't until reefer madness came around they wanted to scare the shit yeah, out of drugs you. are bad. You're a huge loser. Yeah, your brain's on drugs. Pot, yeah, right? yeah. Okay. No. Here's the deal. There are so many medicinal aspects to it. And if you want to think of, hey, it boosts my mood, to me, that's medicine. Yeah. Okay? I'm not telling you to go smoke a joint and go for a joyride. No, okay? no, 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 no. So, Michelle, let's dive in. Okay. I'm going to start off with my behavior of a cannabis and CBD user. I'm a low doser. I usually go low and go slow. And that's just my everyday behavior. I have slowly transitioned into more of a low dose yeah, myself. A microdoser, if you yeah. will. Um, I don't do copious amounts at one time. I Mm-mm. like to take my milligramage. If we're talking edibles. Yeah, small dose. Two to five yep. to five. Mm-hmm. I like a CBD component into mm-hmm. it. And we'll get into that in a minute. And then in regards to smoking, I do like flour. So if you Same. go to a dispensary, they're going to refer to it as flour yep. and cannabis, not marijuana. Um, I will take one small yep. hit and then call it a, a, a moment of my day and yeah. then go about my business. Because mm-hmm. I will do anything to avoid the scaries. Yeah. And that can happen with just too much of anything. Absolutely. So what is your behavior like? Um, I have a tendency to use cannabis, well, a lot of different ways, but <laughs> when I'm using it to relax, it's like my glass of wine. Yeah. Um, and whether that is more of a relaxing type of a flower, but lately it's really been an edible. I've been trying some different things. Um, as far as like relaxation is concerned, Edibles have been a place that I've really found some comfort, joy, and like really just an opportunity to chill. Uh, we tried the 1906. Oh, the, oh, the tablets. The tablets by yes. Bliss. So we have to do a shout out to, yeah, so they are by 1906 and you took the Bliss ones. And I, it's a five milligram. It's a plant-based THC CBD tablet you swallow. It's basically like God's gift. Holy. You swallow. These are not a succum kind of edible. I mean, it is in capital bolded underlined letters. I'm you sure it's going to taste like poop. Poop. Yeah. You but swallow the this. benefits are not like poop. No, they are like um, a just a very relaxing. This is your Netflix and chill that, you know, the capital's just been stormed. You want to... <laughs> Take a moment and bring it all down kind of a thing. Okay, so now these are these tablets. And Michelle said she took the Bliss ones. I just bought the Go ones, which I will try. And then we also just tried the... I like using CBD for cramps. I get terrible cramps. So the one-to-ones, we got these. We bought... They're called Spots by Matter. mm -hmm. The acai. Acai pomegranate. They're so good. They are 
Now those you suckers. And I'll tell you what, I that was rode me through a night of usually extra and I took all the measures to prevent my cramps this time around, like the hot heating pad, every you know, all that good stuff. And it played a role for sure. Um, and they are not, they're not extra powerful, no. but they, they do the job. I like actually you feel, feel very relaxed. Feel, feel great. Oh, I feel great. Yeah. I also like to use cannabis when I'm going to have a brainstorming sesh or I want to come up with some ideas creative. or I'm trying to like, yeah, get creative. Let's we call get, it yeah. getting creative. We'll say, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get creative. And to be honest, there are certain strands of cannabis that I feel like that little area of my brain might have been kind of blocked for a moment. And I, you do, it opens up your mind. It totally does. And same thing, like I mentioned in our last episode on decluttering, I had some blue dream and I took some of the, or I smoked some of that. And then, then I'm on a roll. Okay. So now if blue dream is typically a sativa hybrid. Uh-huh. So other ones, you guys, if you're looking for something that's going to be like hyper-focused and I mean, I'm not like crazy focused, but I'm like, motivated yeah. would be the word yeah blue dream bruce banners you yeah. hear michelle and i talk about and jack herrera is another comparable mm-hmm. one or and or durbin poison by cresco that, that's ex- brian and i tackled a project we've been avoiding we had to move some furniture this weekend in, in a rug and i was like and you know what i'm gonna give this this dose well, toot, a little toot. bit world and you know what <laughs> got it done laughed a little and then got to later relax in that space. It's funny you say laugh. Anthony and I both took that bliss one, the bliss tab by 1906, and we were crying laughing. It at gave something. me the giggles too. I, and the giggles are always a good thing. Well, and that was the other thing that I was going to say. Sometimes I like to use cannabis to just freaking laugh my ass off. Laugh. With my girlfriends. That's one of our favorite pastimes. It's so, and it's a current time. And it's a current. I love, um, I also use sometimes my cannabis for a replacement of alcohol. Like I'm trying right now currently. Totally. No drinking during the week. So you know what? Maybe I'll sit on the couch, have an edible and finish up some work or watch a movie with my husband. And then have a tendency to wake up feeling refreshed, looking refreshed. Yes. Not so dehydrated. Like these are the things that I love. And no caloric intake. No. Yeah. There's that. And then when it comes to CBD, no THC. I am every single morning, I take my about a half a drop or sometimes a little bit more of my Equilibria CBD okay. under my tongue. Mm-hmm. And I will now I've implemented a two, two, a two birds, one stone. While I have my CBD in, I do my gua sha. Oh, look so at you. I know I'm putting, I'm doing it all. So I'm gua sha-ing as I'm letting the CBD because you want the edible any kind you take to sit but well besides when they say swallow to sit in your mouth for as long as possible because it gets in your system faster Those little glands under your tongue absorb yep. yeah you taking your cbd every day yes i am morning and night and what is your my, what is your dosage your my dosage is a my dosage is a full dropper morning full dropper night and there have been some moments where I've done a little spot check-in if I felt a little, but Zipper I, daddle. yeah, but you know what, honestly, now that I come to think of it, um, I think that because my personal circumstance has leveled out a bit, mm-hmm. I have noticed not reaching for that during the day as much. That is amazing. Something else we want to throw out there because it's really important. We, we are huge advocates. We love Equilibria. We love all the brands that we talk about. Whether you get those or not, that's fine. But yeah. we just want you to make sure that what you do get matters because some of it is shit. Yeah. Yep. So if no you're, gas station CBD. Right. And so my brother-in-law actually showed me a, a, a little bottle the other day and it was gummy worms. 
And I did the research. I saw the lab reports. The CBD seems solid. Okay. But there's something to be said for all the shit that you opened up the jar and it smelled like you walked into a candy shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, if you're giving this to kids, that's that's your prerogative and maybe that's up the best way for you to entice them to take their medicine. Got it. Um, I'm not condoning or condemning. Just that's just a, maybe what people use it yeah. for. But there's all the artificial coloring, the sugar, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. crap. So, you know, just don't be buying your CBD at a gas station totally. or a liquor shop. And as always, you guys, if you have questions about cannabis or CBD, reach out to us. We don't have all the answers. We don't, but these are these have been proven. These conversations about cannabis and stuff are pretty popular. The folks are curious. Yes, they are curious. People want to get their so cannabis So ask, on. what are you looking for? What do you want to know? We'll find out. The best way to take a Frieslutzliv, which is an outdoor walk, if you will, <laughs> is with a little bit of uh, cannabis. Hey, only adds to the experience. Mother Nature, experiencing more Mother Nature. Nature versus no nature with nature (laughs) you guys this was a fun show michelle really fun all right it's fun to talk about things that we love and that help us live yep and we hope that the stuff that we talk about help you live a fun cozy life damn straight are you guys please leave us a review in the last episode we asked you to also maybe share this episode with some friends of yours somebody that's in need maybe needs a little cannabis 411 yeah right anything just share away we appreciate it and we love you guys and stay Stay cozy. cozy thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation for more of the sister project check us out on instagram at the sister project and our website www.thesisterprojectblog.com don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review Until next time, stay cozy.